systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Hello, hello. I'm going to feel a lot less, um, like, Midwest guilty, speaking about... All the cool shit we've been doing because I know the weather has been nice yeah, in no kidding. other parts of the country as well. So, you know, I just, again, don't don't naturally feel like a dick on uh, talking St- about nice days and my people are back freezing. On St. Patrick's Day, I said it's my first 70 degree St. Patrick's Day, like in my entire life. Like I it's always been yeah. cold and shit. I think there was one warm one when we lived in central Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it was 70. I just remember we grilled that day and we had like friends over because it was that nice. Gotcha. But when I posted that on social media, all of my friends in the Midwest were like, it's 70 degrees here today. Yeah, yeah right. All of them. They're like, guess what? Us too. That's crazy. Except you know, for them, it's like the mad dash to enjoy the one. Well, yeah, like I said, we grilled that one year on St. Patrick's Day. We were like, go, go, go. 70 degree day. But no, it's like like we've been doing a lot of cool stuff, uh, just outdoorsy kind of Arizona stuff in these last couple of weeks. And um, sorry, my cat just tried to jump up what on the fucking equipment. Can Shoot you pick up. a worse time to jump up on the like, roadcaster? Literally, don't jump up on this. Not right now. <laughs> That's that's the the jungle cat. He's never in here when we talk. That's no, why. I I also like don't jump on there and break it because listeners that. bought that for us. But uh, yeah, right, crowdfunded. Yeah. Didn't buy it for us. We crowdfunded. All well, right, we didn't crowdfund. Somebody crowdfunded someone, someone, for us. For someone crowdfunded, and then we we bought the equipment. Yeah. Thank so, you, by the way. I, I believe we thanked you before, but just yeah. in case, thank you again. It's been a one year one year worth of plans. Yeah. But now we've been doing all this cool shit here, and I know people uh, are starting to see a little bit of a break in the weather, no matter, no matter where. I, I I don't know where you're listening from, right? It is so. spring, technically, now. Yesterday was the first day of spring. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that means I won my bet. There was Which this... means nothing in the Midwest, because we all know that means <laughs> you could get another snowstorm before May. I was going to say, you're just in fake um, fake uh, spring, it's right? This is spring. This is fake spring. What was the latest? I think... I and like I've told people here before, your bird is yeah, chatty today. Yeah, she's upset that I'm back here. Yeah, she. Want is. me to get her? I can bring her over here. Bring her in here. Want me to bring her yeah, in? Yeah, go ahead. I'll okay. uh, I'll I'll tell uh my my little story about the latest okay. we ever had snow, and I tell people here in in Arizona because they just can't fathom it. But the latest I think we ever saw snow in Wisconsin was when we lived in central Wisconsin, which is like the Stevens Point um, area. Wausau is considered central Wisconsin, but it's even further north, so I don't really consider it central. Um, But we lived in the Stevens Point area, and we were going to um, a radio awards dinner in Madison, and we were taking a picture outside because we were all dressed up. And there's still snow on the ground. This award ceremony is in May. It's in May. So forget that. She didn't want to come. She didn't want to come out? No. She just wants to yell at us for being in here. Yeah, now she's yelling at her food bowl. I I put a bunch of new food in there, so maybe she's upset at some of the food in there. But yeah, I said, yo, you want to come? And she like pecked my hand. That means no. So do you remember the time we took the picture for the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association Awards and there was still snow outside? Yeah. Yeah. Was it Mother's Day? Uh, it was well. It was May. I know it was May. It was Mother's Day. It was real close to Mother's Day. Unbelievable. Because it was the same weekend that my mom was up. 
Yeah, that's before right. Before my mom uh, got sick, and she was up uh, visiting us for the weekend from Chicago, and yeah. I remember going, Jesus Christ. There's still snow There's snow on the ground. ground. It's middle of May, you know? Grinds on you, but it's been nice here. By the way, welcome. 119th episode, Pat and AJ Podcast. Oh, bless your heart for keeping track of that. Thank you. Thank you very much. No, we've been doing a lot of fun stuff. Obviously, we missed our last podcast because it came after. It would have been uh, recorded on St. Patrick's Day and then released the day after. And if you know anything about this podcast... You should know that that day has some uh, big meaning in our household. The biggest, of course, with AJ, who is a thousand percent Irish, and she is also an Irish dancer. So, I mean, it is your proverbial Super Bowl. It yeah. is. I mean, it is just like the Super Bowl because you have a week of shit leading up to it. Yeah, that's the thing. St. Patrick's Day, for the most part, is like the end of our Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, literally, when I mean it's green season around here, like, just, I... Yeah, that's what they call it, green season. After 16 years of being together, I've realized now, like, this is her thing. I let her do it, and that's what happens in our house. But you've been, like, you were doing all that, and there wasn't a fucking chance we were going to be able to record a podcast in there, because you were running at a million miles a minute. I got lucky because I was not... I didn't ask for the day off, because I'm, I'm like, I'm a grown-ass woman, like, if I, if I got to work, I got to work. It's a, it's a Thursday, you know? If St. And you're say, Irish. Of course you have to work, right? Like, normal people say, fuck it, I'm going to take a day off. No, not the suffering Irish, right? But I just, I didn't. Not the suffering Irish. They gave me the day off, which was nice. But then, I guess somebody gave their two weeks. Okay. So they needed to fill his shift. And I just said, you know, I can work. Okay. But it's got to be in the afternoon after. I had I did two dance shows on Thursday yeah. morning. And then I worked Thursday afternoon. And we were just not in any place to do the podcast wasn't going to happen, right? No. So, so sorry. It's been a minute, man. We've been doing all types of cool stuff. Of course, uh, people have noted if you've been uh, following the socials, Pat and AJ podcast everywhere, um, that we did end up going to a spring break concert with our son. We talked about how we got caught off guard by the Arizona spring break. It just comes a little bit earlier yeah. than we're used to. The and all, school ends earlier. All here. of a sudden, you have a kid that's like, hey, I'm off school for a week and a half. What are we going to fucking do? And we talked about going to a concert. And yes, we can report that we did go to the Imagine Dragons concert uh, at the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona. It is the home to the Arizona Suns. That's right. We didn't talk about that yet because no. we recorded the last exactly. podcast right we before yeah. we went. So yeah. we got to recap everything. Yeah. There's a lot of cool shit we've been doing, right? Yeah. So we got a chance to go there and see the show. And it was our Suns. Now, one. The last time we talked about this, we were literally at the point of like, would our son say yes? Right? Like, yeah, he's just, you know, he's his own person. He, he and, and we didn't know if he would want to go. There's everything he hates involved a drive. Yeah. Right. We're driving to Phoenix from Tucson, which is an hour and a half. A crowd. A crowd. And this is just after, right? We've kind of turned down the 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 heat on the, the pandemic thing. So we're masking yeah. off and everything. Um, and lo and behold, I shit you not, I go and I ask him and I get about the enthusiastic response that one can hope for from a 15 year old boy, which is those are few and far between. It, yeah. <laughs> which, which literally is, do you want to go see the Imagine Dragons on Monday since you're on spring break? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, that he didn't that, say bra. No, it wasn't a bra. I'm shocked he didn't say bra. No, that's if he didn't want to go. That's like, bra. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was about, yeah. Bro. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, you know, we end up going to the Imagine Dragon show, and it was a fucking fantastic time. I mean, not only we can talk about the actual artists, Imagine Dragons, fantastic uh, yeah. uh, showmans and Dan all that Reynolds, stuff. Dan Reynolds, amazing. But, you know, watching your son, uh, he's 15 years old, right? Like, going to, like, his first show. Yeah. Like, this isn't, like, a show that mom and dad is going to when you're there, because our son, just by the nature of our old gig of being in broadcast, 
grew up around that shit. Which is why I almost think he probably hates it. Because yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. We had yeah. Yeah, we yeah, had yeah. no, absolutely no family help anywhere. We even when we lived near my family, my there family no- didn't help. <laughs> Nobody helped. Nobody ever offered to babysit our kid ever. Um, so we had no help. So there were I, countless times that we had to take him to radio to concerts that we had to go to for the radio station. Yeah. And you know that's why he became such a character on the radio show. People saw him out everywhere. They thought it was like, oh, it's this cute family thing. Like, no, we had no help. We, we had no, we we had would no have, babysitter. We would have much rather had him been at home and allowed us to be out and fully focus on our jobs. Yeah. But no, it's not, not the way life worked, right? And then, you know, not no lie, there were like day-long events that we didn't get paid for, so we couldn't afford a day-long babysitter. Yeah, right. So he was out at a show with us. So yeah, that's why I think he doesn't like him now, because he grew up in them. But it was like watching him in the crowd, watching a band that he's been into for a couple of years, you know, Imagine Dragons is one of those that I notice consistently comes up on the songs he's playing, even as they re- release new stuff, right? Which leads yeah. me to believe, okay, you're following them because he's you, following the new stuff. You know yeah. the new stuff, and he had just watching that joy, you know, on his face. It was nice to see. It, 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 it was kind of um, I equated to the last time I really was caught off guard, and I think AJ will agree with this. Um, was when I was in Times Square. Um, yes, that's when we went to see SNL. Uh, weekend update. So yeah. They were doing the little summer, summer things. things. Yeah, we, we won tickets to it. Got a chance to go and like literally barnstorm New York in 24 hours. I had never been before. And it, again, I'm just like Forrest Gump. I've had a really weird fucking long tail that is all fact checkable. So I've experienced a lot of shit. So not a lot of shit catches me off guard. Times Square caught you off guard. Times Square stunned me. And like AJ caught it. Like, look at him. He's kind of like fucking, whoa, look at this. And I saw that same look on my son with the show. Like, yeah. this wasn't like when we dragged him out the shows and he had to be on my shoulders or he'd hear a, a rock band as a little kid and jump up and down. Yeah. This was like, he was into it. Into it yeah. He was singing the, along with the words. He was clapping along. He was doing everything that you do at a show. And well, I'm just, just in general. We, fuck, it was great, It was man. such a great show because, I mean, aside from, like you said, they're an amazing band. Yeah, they're amazing band. music. Yeah. Dan Reynolds is like the front man of all front men. Uh, yeah, I mean. They, He's incredible. They have a lot of things outside of just a stable of hits and and being able to perform them in an entertaining manner outside of that they have a history now they've been around long yeah but they have this glow of being a very positive group they you know talk a lot about mental health and all lgbtqia uh, uh, plus which i learned yesterday in rupaul's drag race lgbtqia plus what is ia plus i'm still learning oh i thought you googled it no but Um, it was a really cool show because it was when i say it was all ages i mean it it really was there were there were five-year-olds in the pit having a great time (laughs) on their parents there yeah there were i mean we were surrounded by boomers like and and not even fine women you know you love i I mean i hate to say it and this is sorry i i just gotta correct um sorry uh gen xers not gen x yeah the the boomers are you past that now the boomers are too old to have been at the show. The people you saw, the Gen Xers are in their 50s. Okay. All right. right? There you go. Yeah. Okay. So the, it, it was the Gen X crowd, but yes, a 50 and plus and I, yeah, crowd. I don't say that to offend anybody. It's just, it's kind of like how they joke about how we, st- like a lot of generations still blame millennials for everything. And yeah, millennials right? are like, like, we're middle-aged with kids yeah. now, you guys. We're not the kids yeah. anymore. So, so that's kind of how I look at boomers. Right? I forget. So that. it's weird to think that now, yeah, the boomers are all 70 plus. Those are my dad. Everyone who's 50 plus, those are the Gen Xers. And they were at the show. <laughs> those are the Gen Xers. And they were, you know, again, women, women love concerts. That's fine. Yeah. You, you expect to see a woman up dancing, singing along. Men 
Men in their 50s were up and dancing and knew every word to every song. And it was just cool. It just felt like a community. Yeah, it was was good to be back, right? I mean, that's that's what me and you kind of said because we had just lamented about our two-year anniversary of our last big stadium event, right? It's when we went and saw the Red Wings and Hawks play at the uh, LCA in Detroit like a week before shit went sideways. And so for us as a family... It was weird to, go, to walk in there and to go, see nobody yeah, with a mask right, on. Right, like to go back in. But I just got to tell you, just hats off to the Footprint Center. Uh, a cool beautiful place. facility. Uh, that thing must have been a fucking rocking house during the NBA finals oh, between yeah. the Suns and, and Bucks. I can only imagine of being and in we that We were building. only on one level. We didn't yeah. even check out the other levels. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's a really cool place. That was a great time. Our son had a fantastic i mean front to back multiple times during the show the kid is thanking me right holy fuck when's the last time your 15 year old thanked you for For anything anything. and so it was great to see to be able to deliver that joy and so for folks who are wondering there's all types of video up on our instagram pages and all that if you want to see the videos but that 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 happened shit that was week and a half ago now because he started back in school today right yeah it was a week ago today or, yeah we could go today is when we went to the show so we did that then of course st patrick's day told joe that's why we couldn't do the uh, podcast and then we went we we just went to some hey scotties listen up we just did baseball in the desert that's right cactus league this was so exciting it was something i wanted to do since we moved here the lockout freaked me out a little bit because I'm like, oh, my God, like they're going to cancel all of spring training because of the lockout. So this is funny because if you remember a couple of weeks back, we had friends in town because we were going to a music festival in Tempe that's called Innings. That is literally a spring base, spring training baseball themed music uh, festival because, as you know, Phoenix is the home to spring training, the Cactus League. So it made perfect sense up until there was this huge lockout and there were no games happening and we were all kind of laughing at this music festival saying, boy, it's baseball themed and there's there's no no baseball. baseball. So when baseball kicked back up, you kind of realized like, holy shit. We're here for the Cactus League. We're also running out of time because well, opening day. <laughs> I was going to say, it's it's an unusual Cactus yes, League year, right? It was different. I'm like, shit, if opening day's on April 17th, like, we got to go. We got we to gotta check the what schedule. What is it normally? What is it? It's, it's like 60 days, right? I mean, you get like two months, two months of games? Usually, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but... Uh, so now they've got a few weeks of games. Yeah. So so AJ like out of nowhere and God God bless you just kind of goes hey uh, you know the Milwaukee Brewers that's her her hometown team are playing the Padres here and do you want to go and I'm like fuck yeah let's go out on a Sunday t-. yeah and there were only two two weeks of games and Sunday was literally crazy. the only, only two weeks day of games. we could go I was like oh sh-. like I wanted to go maybe see the hit the Brewers play the White Sox because yeah. that's your team yeah but they're playing on Tuesday and I'm like well. Uh, you yeah, have to work. We're all working. Our son's in school. Like, that's just not going to happen. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let's go see the Padres. But it was it was awesome. It was great. We were joking on, We were joking on the way up to Phoenix that when we were kids, we would always see, you know, spring training on the news. They'd always talk about it on your local Chicago news or yeah, Milwaukee Yeah, like, remember, news. you'd be watching the news at 10 o'clock, and then all of a sudden, in the dead of fucking winter, you'd see the sports guy all of a sudden say, and there's action down in Arizona. The Cactus League kicks off. You see spring training starting today. And you're like, where is this magical land where, where they're people playing? people are running around in tank tops and they're yeah. playing baseball. <laughs> because you're still in the Midwest thinking, I can't, I can't even fathom this alternate reality. But, of course, it is spring training. It's, you know, in Florida and in Arizona. But for our sake, of course, we're all, we, we, it's all about Arizona. It's about Cactus League. And it, it was, was cool. And I, I, I didn't even know. 
I truly was so baffled by this. I'm like, can you even buy tickets to these games? Like, who goes to these games? <laughs> I mean, it's a commercial operation, as we learned yesterday. Oh, definitely. Oh, um, boy. Let, let me tell you something. If you thought inflation was going to skip uh, the ballpark, no. you're out of your goddamn mind. Uh, Although, the, the tickets tickets were decent price. It was 40 bucks a ticket, and that was for, like... Like, right, you bought the best seats. Well, yeah, I wa- we got, like, three rows behind first base, yeah. because I'm like, this will probably be the only game we go to. I Let's mean, make it count. Yeah, these are, I and mean... And it's cheaper than the big MLB, you know, the big stadium regular I was gonna season say, games. These are the equivalent to probably, I would say, like, the 149 to $169 per ticket price if you were to go at, like, Comerica, yeah. or if you were to go to Miller Park or whatever the fuck you uh, Milwaukeeans call that thing now. It's Miller Park. It will it's Miller Park. Miller Park. Right? <laughs> Um, so it is like, I mean, on, I mean, yes, way cheaper to get some of those big seats, but honestly, there's like, you know, it's true to like, you believe the outfield, um, the bleachers are, is all grass. Yeah. So you can get like discount. I mean, if you got a family of little ones, yeah, you can knock out tickets for like what? Five, 10 bucks. Yeah. Piece. And they can run Nothing. around the lawn. Yeah. I mean, it's very relaxed, very yeah. chill. Although it was, I mean, they had, they showed the attendance. There were like 7,700 people there That's yesterday, a lot of people, man. but it was really, really cool. And yeah. it, I just, I had no idea that like the Brewers had their name on everything up there. I thought it, it, it was is their spring training facility. See, I didn't yeah. know that. I thought they just had a facility that they no. just used, but like it was, it was Brewer Palooza, and there were Wisconsin license plates all through the parking lot. Oh, yeah. It was really cool. We sat next to um, a couple from Holman, Wisconsin. That was crazy. Yeah, what's up, Cooley Region friends? For everyone who followed the Pat and AJ show since its inception in La Crosse, Wisconsin. In 2008 <laughs> was the beginning. Uh, yeah, that this is like in but that the, area, right? The way right? the conversation came up is, you know, they show the stats of all the players. One of the players from the Padres was from Holman, Wisconsin. Yeah. And I just initially assumed he must be a brewer, you know? And then I looked, I'm like, holy shit, he plays for the Padres. From Holman, Wisconsin, yeah. and the people next to us. Oh, no, were, they're from West Salem. I'm they're sorry, yeah, West they were Salem. from West Salem, but yeah. th- they heard us joking about it because we we're like, nobody yeah. knows where Holman but, is. But that's why they took the picture, too, because they were from yeah. West Salem. And then, of course, we start talking, and we're like, what's that bowling alley there? Features. Oh, yeah, remember Features? Yeah. And I saw this YouTube cover band at Features. And- Do you know what I figured out later on in the day? I think they thought we were Keith and Sam. Yeah, the, oh, totally. Yeah, Keith yeah, and yeah. Sam were the show that the was morning on show the, the morning us. show before us. Then they moved to a different station, and yeah. they hired us. Us, but yeah, I think yeah, she was we pretty convinced. Goes, yeah, you guys were on in the eighties. I'm like, no, 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 no. no, no. I was like, born in the eighties. Born. <laughs> that's that's the other show. But no, it was nice. It was a good time. But yes, holy fuck, nuts. Uh, let me tell you about uh, prices here, boys and girls. Went up, got me some kettle corn and a shaved, uh, shaved ice. ice. Seventeen bones, seventeen bucks. I mean, that's that doesn't but blow pe- me, blow my mind. But I'll be people honest. think you get a discount at spring training. People oh. think that when it's like like like. But I'm telling you, man, drinks thirteen fifty for a single shot drink. So if you want a double, you're paying twenty six dollars. Well, yeah, that's the nice part is we don't drink. Oh, we don't so drink. We <laughs> but I mean, but as far as everything else, seventeen bucks for kettle corn and shaved ice at a at a baseball game doesn't like again, make my head explode. A baseball game yeah. right like that's like you expect there's major league and i think people think like because that's what my friends were quizzing about because i was texting they wanted to know what the prices were yeah about. they're all baseball guys so i was texting them shit and they were all like cool 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 and then they immediately went in, into how much your tickets how much your 
concessions, and they were all like, that is fucking outrageous. They're like, that is ridiculous um, to charge that much. But again, you got to do what you got to do, right? So I guess they like remodeled it or something like that. I was talking to okay. um, my friend from Wisconsin who lives in Vail, which is just south of Tucson. Um, but he Facebooked me. He's like, yeah, we're going on April 3rd. Oh, and cool. Apparently, they redid this place. And I said, get there early because it's cute. I'm like, we didn't get in. We got there at game time, which was a little later than we wanted, but that's okay. Yeah. But we didn't get to our seats until the bottom of the second. Yeah. The, the Good old-fashioned sec- classic security lines, yeah. boys and girls. It's definitely a facility that probably has room for more people than it can handle, like as far as concessions. <sighs> I the, think they were just, I think it was their first game. That's the, that's just what I think. I think it was just, honestly, their the employees, the yeah. operation, they, the same way, and this is what they were talking about when that whole fucking lockout was happening. You had people at a standstill like you said aj you were kind of amazed to see what kind of an operation it is yeah so think about all those employees that they had to have on standby yeah for whenever this thing kicks off because you know it's not their main job no. right so that's a weekend job yeah so now they boom get thrown in and i think they're just they're they're rusty because they haven't been working yeah. and everything's just a I click think there off was, there right? was one game before was Sunday's there one game. yeah so yeah. this is very Early well, in the process. And, like, it didn't really bother me. I was a little surprised to see it so busy, and lines were, like, really, really long. But, yeah. like, I wasn't. it's not the employee's fault. I didn't give a shit. So you stand in line for 25 minutes for a hot dog. Like, but, I, you know, I heard other people complaining because that's what people do. What I say? Man, I was talking to... <laughs> I, I had a great conversation. You know, it's, it's nice because if you're standing in line for any of the concessions, the yeah. only place you're standing in line where you can't see the game is in the team shop. Yeah, sure. If you are yeah, buying... You can usually cons- watch a game, yeah. Yeah, you can watch the game game even when you're in line well and and at like major league ballparks they have like you know tv set up like you literally they make sure you can stay engaged this is you know this is spring training so it's a little bit smaller but isn't that funny about lines man i i I seriously had that conversation with someone in the line um because there were multiple lines for multiple things what line were you trying to be in and we just talked about how uh we as a people uh, both hate lines, eh, but we love lines, right? Yeah. Like we hate it because we don't want to wait in the line, but we love the line because then that means whatever is at the end of that line is worth waiting in that line for. Darn right, right? You're the like, food was good, right? We, we I mean, it's it's ballpark food. We it's, got we got good food. Like, what did the dude say? He had a great thing. He goes, just imagine, man. He's like, say you're going out Friday night, nice dinner, and there's two restaurants, and the one's got a waiting list, and there's just people bubbling outside to get in. And then there's one across the street with like one immediate seating with <laughs> one lonely waiter looking at you like, hey, you want to sit over here? And you go, well, why the fuck isn't anyone over there? Right? right? You're like, I'm I'm gonna wait in this line over here because this is this is a good place. It was nice because I feel like people are just so happy to be out now yes. that oh, they're absolutely. not complaining a lot about trivial stuff, which is good. I I really hope yeah. we can keep it that way for a while yeah, because you know if you've ever worked in retail or customer service, yeah. um, you know that the worst thing that can happen to you and that day is getting yelled at and screamed at for yeah. something that you can't everyone, control. Man, I told the food people who I waited in like two innings in line to get food. No shit. Um, and I even told them at the end, I said, hey, man, I I appreciate you. And she yeah. was like, you know, I appreciate all your patience. You know, we're getting it together. I'm like, hey, man, it's a fucking bratwurst. Like, I, you know, uh, am I going to lose my shit over exactly. a bratwurst? Right? It was brats and nachos. <laughs> like, my God, what's the point in losing your mind over yeah, it? Right? I was at a UPS either last week or the week before, and 
the lady at UPS was so grateful that I wasn't a bitch. I don't know if just everybody <laughs> they've dealt with has been a bitch. A little bit. But she literally said, if everybody was as nice as you, I would love my job. And I'm like, well, I'm... Do you think... I don't even think I was... Like, I was being nice, but I wasn't, like, going out of my way. I was just being kind because, you know... Do you think people are perhaps being nicer because it was easier to be an asshole when you were wearing a mask. Yeah, Because it's, it's, it's like literally covering your face. Yeah. I mean, you were literally, I mean, I know it's not a fucking full-blown superhero costume, but psychologically, it's kind of like wearing sunglasses. Like, I feel yeah. like you're you're a little bit hidden, so it's easier yeah. to be like, fuck you. It's like it's like an internet troll. Like, they, yeah. can, they, they can't really see you, so you it's can like say Twitter. whatever you want. It's yeah. like Twitter. Like, so that's what I'm wondering. Maybe now that people are actually taking off the masks now. And the mask holes will go away, hopefully. <laughs> Damn mask holes. So in case you're wondering, AJ, that's um that's the huge huge reason why and this goes for all sports, um, but particularly I think about baseball and I think about football. Um spring training locations are so sought after yeah. by said locations. I get it, yeah. I mean, the Bears, uh, they spring train in Kankakee, Illinois, so they have the luxury of being within their own home state. Yeah. But it's way south, and it's very rural where they are. And to that little town, and Kankakee is not exactly the, or actually it's Bourbonnet, to be to be technical. Um, you know, not that it's the smallest podunk town, but they get this huge influx of, influx of people, and they have these facilities there, and it kind of puts a stamp of approval on your town, right? Like, yeah. you get the official, you know, home of the Chicago Bears training camp. Yeah, I mean, and all I that. wouldn't say that Phoenix needs that. Phoenix no, 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 is no. a great city in general, but th- I mean, there were but for like neighborhoods because for neighborhoods. Yeah, if you don't know this, I mean, it really is. This is very neighborhood. These are all their own separate little ballparks, and they have their own neighborhoods that they serve. And I can guarantee you, just like real ballparks, yeah. Everything around the stadium sees an uptick in business. Yeah, so these neighborhoods, and whether it's just the dude being able to have a job, you know, work in the parking lot for those days. I mean, Or the taco stand down the street. Whatever. There's this huge influx that comes with it, man. So I can see why they're like, I want this team or that team. And, you know, it's cool shit. It was really cool. I'm glad we got to experience it. Absolutely. Like we've talked about, it was, it's such a mythical thing. Yeah, it got, you know, like I've been a little homesick. Which is fine because I'm going home in a couple weeks to see family. But still, it was just cool to be around Brewers fans. Yeah. In fact, I didn't even know this. Holy shit. Somebody I went to high school with and was friends with was like one section away from us. She traveled here from Wisconsin to go to spring training. She was literally a section away. I'm like, holy shit. Did you feel at home here in all Scotty accents? Not real. Holy I don't know. balls, man! I was. I mean, all, I heard them, but I it, I don't notice them anymore because my whole family has them. I it was like I was uh, standing in front of the Wisconsin Packer versions of the super fans. You know, <laughs> it was like just two dads, maybe in like their late fifties, early sixties, with the big bellies and the walrus uh, walrus stashes, with all the O's and the yas, oh, and yeah. just everything's oh. real. Real positive, kind of like, you know, talk about everything. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. There you go. There's the fish fry. There's that Midwestern. There it is. It was was nice. You know, it was nice to hear people around me talk about 
places near my hometown. Like, yeah. oh, we got a travel group here from oh, Waukesha. Yeah, yeah they and did I, say that, right? They, yeah. they were announcing, like, groups that were there. They were groups. all from there, yeah. There was, I think, Waukesha, Menominee Falls, yeah. but it was cool to hear. You just felt at home. I'm yeah. like, I felt like I'd leave the stadium and, like, drive to my parents' house. You know, that's my theory on why people, uh, and I'm sure there's someone's already fucking figured it out, but there's, a, you know, my theory, at least, on, on that's why people kind of cling to your... Um, you kind of become almost a bigger fan of your hometown teams when once, you leave. When you leave, right? Absolutely, because it becomes a sense of fan. It's it's literally fl- someone flying their flag, and you can go, ooh, ooh, that's my yeah. flag too. And you can both share this quick moment of community, and you can go, I lived here, I lived there, and then you move on. And right? listen, I am very open about the fact that I don't care about sports, but baseball, <laughs> baseball's always been awesome. It's baseball. It's baseball. I mean, I played softball as a kid, so at least I know how yeah. the game is played. But yeah, I love the Brewers. Always have. They're a great uh, team. I had a friend's mom, uh, my friend Carrie, her mom, in retirement, after she retired, decided, because they were diehard Chicago White Sox fans, Southside Irish, all that stuff. Um, she traveled to see the White Sox play on the road. Okay. So, like, literally, that's what she spent her first year after retirement that summer traveling cool. and like saw him play like in Fenway saw the ball, you know, Red Sox play the White Sox and then went to like Yankees and saw like the Yankees and Sox play there and then just traveled all over to see him. Like, That's cool shit, man. Yeah. You know, it's very neat. I, and I, I said this to somebody on my Facebook yesterday that I said, I thought I was concerned that I would feel more out of place here in Arizona than I was like really excited to move here. But I'm like, what if I'm super out of place? I'm just this Midwest girl who has no place in Arizona. And now that we're here and especially now that we've gone to like a spring training game, that it's everybody. Most people around here are transplants Transplants or snowbirds. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, they're from everywhere. In fact, walking into the grocery store today, I saw two people with White Sox jerseys on, and I was like, oh, go Sox. My husband's a Sox fan. They're like, yeah, we're from Chicago, going to the game today. Yeah, yeah. It was just nice. It's very cool. It's like a melting pot. Yeah, and um, I don't know about you, but, you know, this has really kind of kicked off the season of, holy shit, we're doing stuff again, because I swear to you, since just making, you know, AJ really started it when she booked your travel back home. So you're, you're going over Easter. Uh, to Milwaukee with our son. You're going to do the family thing. And I kind of nudge into that because it was flat out prices of traveling are going up. I said, you got to yeah. figure it out. You want to do stuff. And AJ, we kind of talked about it. She like that. She gets anxiety over planning travel and tries to put it off. Yeah. So we, we kind of came together and had a positive outcome where you booked that trip. And then that kind of begat us going, all right, what, what's the next thing on the plate? And all right, that's going to be this trip. And then it's like one thing leads another. I shit you not. Uh, I, I pretty much just committed myself to going back to Chicago you today. Did. Um, We've Which, also we have planned on driving to California to see your your godmother. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to California uh, in July to see my godmother. Go to Disneyland. Something we do need to talk about because we've said we were gonna talk about it With on them. two podcasts. We yeah. were gonna go to Iowa this yes. summer. Well, here it is. But um, we have kind of put that trip off uh, because Pat's dad's farm got hit by one of those tornadoes on March fifth. The big tornadoes that went through Iowa and killed people uh, wiped out his farm. Everybody out now. Let's go. All right, get out. Go. What are you doing? Are you out of your mind? There is another tornado heading this way. 
And you want us to go outside? You don't understand? Yes, you have to. This is the storm shelter, for Christ's sake. Not for this. Would you please believe us? We've been out there, and we know what this can do. No, I'm not going to risk it. Talk. I've got hundreds of scared people. You will have hundreds of dead people if you stay here. Sir, I study storms all my life, all right? And this one is bigger than any storm that has ever been. Can you hear that? It will flatten this building in seconds. Exactly. With or without you, we're getting these people onto those buses right now. So I'll tell you what, you expect to get a lot of phone calls in your life. Uh, good ones, bad ones. Maybe you get one one day. Hey, man, grandpa passed away last night. Ooh, big stake to this the heart. sucks. Every, whenever family calls, right? you're like, who died? But let me tell you, you never expect um, your little half-sister, who's also on the spectrum, so, so loves to deliver news very bluntly, uh, giving you a phone call from Iowa to let you know, hey, just thought you should be aware uh, that a tornado went through Dad's farm and uh, everything's kind of been destroyed. Anyways, call me back. Love you. Bye. Wasn't it a pretty long voicemail? I remember watching you listen to it, and it was long. Well, you know, just kept getting better. I was like, "What the fuck?" She's on the spectrum, so you know, she she gave a lot of details in a voicemail. The best way I describe my sister uh, Mary is: if anyone knows Trudy, Trudy from Reno nine (laughs) one one. Like that's like it's like Trudy is would be a much more comical functioning version. Of my little half-sister. Your half-sister is Trudy on the spectrum, basically. Yeah, totally, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> I can't wait to meet your sister. Uh, no. So, I, yeah, I, I get a voicemail, get a ring-a-ding-ding from Iowa, and it turns out that a fucking tornado in in March. Like March, the first week of March. March uh, tears through uh, my dad's little town of Sheridan, Iowa, and rips apart his fucking farm. Now, my father... Of course, is not a farmer. He is an optometrist. But like most Iowa boys, to prove to their dads that they haven't gone soft, they still have to live on a farm. <laughs> so since I fucking can remember, the man's lived on this farm in Iowa. It's rural. It's outside of the actual town limits of Sheridan, it's like Iowa. This, it's southern Iowa. Oh, yeah. We're close to Missouri. Yeah. Like, we're hours it's south very, of Des Moines. That was one thing I remember when we went to visit him for the first time. Is like, mm-hmm. I have family in Iowa, extended family, yeah. in northern Iowa. That's so, flat like, Iowa. So, yeah, we used to go out there for family reunions and it is yeah. flat cornfields. Boring as fuck. Where your dad lives, I I had no idea Southern Iowa was so hilly and pretty yeah. like it is. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it is also not immune to tornadoes. Yeah, so my dad's lived on this farm, and trust me, it's been more functional than it has been now. You know, growing up, I always remember he had, like, you know, a chicken coop with chickens, and he had pigeons for a while, and then he had, he always had a couple horses. And he then said he had pigs, too, he right? He had pigs, little, little pig house, little pig pen. Then we had turkeys, like, the one year. But always some kind of fucking, some farm work to be done and now that he's older obviously well yeah. what's gone let's think about it the chicken coop had hadn't been used in years no. the pig pen was gone or was it still standing i think it was still there because you, you pointed it out to okay. me and said there used to be pigs in there yeah, okay yeah which is now just what weeds right yeah. yeah they used to have three horses they had to put one of them yeah. down so now they have two but that's pretty much the, those and are the, the only animals they have and i was gonna farm. say my dad used to have a barn but no shit the barn burnt to the ground uh, like five or ten years ago through a lightning strike. Oh, my God. And my dad lost a bunch of shit because he used to uh, uh, store it up there. So there's already, you know, and here's the thing. Nothing is being used now. Yeah. Uh, they have one little Except horse, the horse, the field, horse shed. Yeah. They have one little horse shed that got used, but everything else was kind of like the abandoned yeah. farm property. Here's the relics of what we when we used to work this. Because to be honest, my dad's uh, fucking 70 now, right? Yeah. So he doesn't he have and his wife him. are not yeah. able to care for a farm on their own. So again, it's not, I, I just have to say that because I don't want people to think that like a working this farm is, yeah. or like a bunch of animals got killed. 
But you also, I also keep telling him, don't play it down. No, no, no. This, this, is, is, this is huge. This was the fruit of your dad's labors for decades. For his whole life, right? This, this is, is what his place. He yeah. finally built, I mean, he built the house. He, he built everything around it. He had all the I acreage. know he has two ponds and all yeah. that shit. I know. So with that being said, apparently a tornado tears through my dad's property and pretty much flattens everything. Everything but the house. Everything but the house. It took some shingles off the roof of the house. Thank God, though, the house is okay. House is fine. Him and uh, his wife, uh, they make it through just fine. The horses make it through just fine, uh, which I think is crazy, right? I like, always wonder what happens when, when a tornado blows animals, through with no animals. Shit. Yeah, remember like, what, what do you do? Remember Wizard of Oz? Remember the beginning of Wizard of Oz when that fucking tornado's coming through? The horses are out there. No one cares about the horses. Everyone else goes down right. in, the, in the shack, but they left the horses and the pigs and the chickens. Maybe they just know how to fucking Maybe get through. Maybe they do, it. yeah. So, you know, all this shit is, is, and again, like I said, this stuff was not being used. It may have been kind of old and in disrepair anyways, but it's flattened. A lot of trees. My dad had a shit ton of trees on his property. Um, it was very private. Yeah. It was very private. That was his big, you know, my dad loved yeah. privacy. Um, so trees are gone. Trees are fucking gone. It's so weird. They're stripped. They're gone. They're it is gone. Bizarre. Um, but my father is physically okay. He was unharmed. His wife was unharmed. Okay. But yes, like you said, psychologically, mentally, all that shit. Um, there can be a lot to handle. So I get this phone call from my little sissy. I go, all right, uh, let, let, let's call them tomorrow morning. Yeah, she called at like around like seven o'clock at night. Yeah. Our time, which meant it was even later there. So we were like, eh, you know, a tornado just blew through. Don't know if they even right. have a phone like, line hooked up right now. Let's just blow give them up, some time. It's, it's like you want to blow up someone's phone right after like a, like a major Agreed. travesty. I didn't want to do it all though because I knew the basics. I knew, okay, they're okay. Yeah. Right? That's all. I'm like, that's what I'm concerned about. If somebody about. was dead, okay? it would be different. Yeah. Yes. So, but I eventually, uh, the next day, get a hold of my dad. And literally by that point, he's got my uh, little half brother and uh, some of my nephews over there. You know, putting well, they were up repairing the roof. The roof because there was shingles and shit flew off the roof of the house. Yeah, but they were expected again a March tornado. They yeah. were expecting a snowstorm the oh, next yeah. day. That's so, right. like that was the biggest problem because I, I remember I was reporting on the story and there yeah. were tons of Iowa families that are like, "We have to fix the roof. We have to fix the house because we're getting a snowstorm tomorrow." So now this is where it comes in handy to have a uh, tornado obsessed wife over here who has, by the way. Written and delivered a script for Twister 2, oh, Electric God. Boogaloo. Um, Not recently, okay? In hopes of having it. Uh, I was uh, in made. middle school. I dropped, I left it at Universal Studios Hollywood hoping somebody would pick it up. How, just give me a, a, a snapshot into how rare this is given the circumstances. And by circumstances, I mean uh, the time of the year. Uh, so we are like very quickly approaching tornado season right now, which is technically what, what, it's, what would you consider tornado tornado season? season? I think there are like exact dates, but I would say like usually April through June, sometimes later March. Okay. But the first weekend, this was March 5th. So the first weekend in March is early. But the thing is now, I, I kind of like, I feel like all that goes out the window Let's because of, of climate change. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say it. This is climate change in action, boys and girls. And listen, we had giant tornadoes going through Illinois in December that wiped out an Amazon warehouse. That's not normal. Yeah, I was, I this, mean, none of this is normal. We are living and breathing the results of climate change. The I know planet is getting warmer. We all want to fucking argue about the when, where, who, why, and how. But all I can tell you is I, as I experience this life, 
from the 43 years I've been around, the weather is changing. Yes. So now we have... Let's stop fighting about whose fault it is and just freaking fix deal it, with my that, God. Right? Man, bear, pig. He's real. What do we do about yeah. him? So, so this was not this is not normal. So this is not normal, but you would say it might be expected, given that we're dealing with now shifting climate patterns. If you were to like, if this happened ten years ago, I think we would have all been a little more like mind blown. Poor oh, shit. But yeah. now it's twenty twenty two, and like again, tornadoes in December in yeah. Illinois, like nothing is off the table anymore. It just wow. really isn't. It's not. So as as early as it was, I can't say yeah. it's surprising anymore because it's not. That's always I uh, and and people. For, uh, you know, my dad is a card-carrying Republican, right? Big GOP conservative guy. Uh, but he's a huge fucking envi- uh, environmentalist. He is. I love it. And people forget that. You know, uh, Richard Nixon uh, founded the EPA, okay? <laughs> Seriously. So, like, my dad has always, even as now his party kind of abandons him, you know, with, with some of those, like... He kid, still cares. He, yeah, he gives us Like, that's the part where he's like, guys, all right, hey, I want my guns and I want low taxes. By the way, let's also try to save nature because yeah. my dad lives in it. He really enjoys nature. He's a solitary yeah. guy. He likes being out in fucking nature with him and his wife and nobody else. And he really has, for a long time, um, rang that bell. But I think we even um, read that letter. Remember that that letter from a, a father to his son? Yes. Yeah, right. My dad wrote me a letter when I was a newborn. And I found it when we were moving. But in this letter, he, he talks, talks about, about taking care of the environment. Taking care of nature. Like, make sure we don't pollute. And this is back be in kind, 1978. Yeah, be, be kind to animals. Right. Like, it's so... And, <laughs> fucking crazy. But, you know, let's let's be fair. It's, it's, it's a lot like the pandemic. Yeah. I'll never understand how protecting how, the environment yeah, became, became political. political. Yeah, right. Like, what? Are you freaking kidding me? Because a bunch me? of fucking old white guys hate that. That, that a little girl from Sweden. They right? really do. They get so triggered over this girl that is trying not Who is it? to. Greta, Greta, Greta Thunberg. She okay. doesn't want the planet to melt, you know, but say, fuck her, right? I always want to say Greta Van Susteren, but no, I know that's not her. That's so definitely not her. It's the other Greta. No, but yeah, yeah your dad is, is real big on the environment yeah, and stuff. Yeah, huge. So, I mean, so, so that's really what at the core of this message is how the fuck did a tornado rip through Iowa? And like you said, this is now a couple weeks ago. We're, you're, this is the first weekend of March. Yeah, you're hearing this right now as you think, well, we're almost into April. No. But this was for him. This happened in the beginning of March. By the way, people fucking died in this thing. Yeah. Like a lot of people. I think it was like seven or eight. Yeah. I mean, like, an, I think an entire family died. It was, yeah. it was bad. I mean, this was a big, big tornado. And you were saying today, like you were seeing, because AJ is all into, obviously, she follows all the tornado chasers on Instagram and yada, yada, and all this. But you said all the pictures are, are starting to come out now. Like, you know, the, the HDR awesome photos. Well, yeah, that's the one thing you know as soon as i heard a tornado went through i said oh i should go look at all my tornado chasing friends because iowa is like a hotbed in general it's right in the middle of tornado alley so i'm like i know some of them chase the storm but they said they're like part of the problem when you chase storms is you can't really get the pictures and video out there because there's no service power power internet is out so um there wasn't really a lot up that night the next day stuff started to come out and now today i swear to god like all the storm chasers finally uploaded all their pictures and i saw them today they're like this was the tornado that tore through sheridan iowa and it was a big sucker like this is this is not just you know a little piddly oops tornado in the middle of march this was a big one man i yeah it's very sad very sad from what i hear from my uh my siblings because yeah i talked to my dad for like a real quick shout uh that one day and then we haven't had a chance to connect since but uh my my siblings say he was shook they said it was like the most 
human they'd ever seen him. Yeah. Right? Because he, I mean, the, like, again, this is decades. They said he was he fucking has, shook, He man. has worked for decades to put together this little piece Jesus. of property, and now it's just gone. Gone, right? It's, the pictures are crazy. And, I like, mean, it's he's crazy. not going to fucking live to see it, like, with, with the trees. Because I remember yeah. as a kid, I... And this may be just my memory being weird as a little child, but something about there being a tax credit, like if your land has trees. Okay. And I remember him planting all these fucking trees. Because they don't want you to bulldoze everything down. Yeah. So. As a kid, I remember there, him planting all these trees and him always saying about how it helps him with his tax rates. Um, Those trees are gone. Yeah, like they're fucking gone. And not only, like, he's, not, again, he's 70 fucking years old. You can replant them. You're, You're not, not going to be around for them to grow to what you saw before. Do you think he will stay on the property? Absolutely. You think so? Yeah, he ain't going anywhere. I mean, the fact that the house is still intact is a big deal. Yeah, if the house was blown down. I think he may just walk he, away from it. Because there's been tons of offers for years, tons of people, because it's property, right? I mean, yeah. it's a big piece of land that I don't know if commercial wants it. I know a lot of Mennonites, he said, have asked him for it. Um, there's plenty of interest, and he could cash in whenever, which by cash in whenever, I mean, after you're gone, and me and your, you know, my, my siblings, we, oh, we. Thanks, Ted. I, I'm very glad the house but, made it, though, because I think that yeah, would have really no, thrown him for a loop if, if yeah. literally everything was gone. Yeah, he could unload it if he wanted to, but no, I think he'll be there. Dude, my dad's already bought his fucking funeral, uh, or, or already bought his... Uh, uh, plot at the cemetery. Right, he tells, a, tells right us down about the, it. Yeah. Every time we visit, he's like, that's where I'm that's, being yeah. buried. Tells us, you know, right down the road from his house, his little dirt dirt road cemetery, you know, the Sheridan City Cemetery. I hope the Sheridan City Cemetery is okay because that was a big tornado. Can't rip him out of the ground, I that's don't think. That's true. I mean, I, I that, guess, could you blow over the headstones? Probably. And that's why you have vaults. See, you always wondered why we needed vaults for those caskets. I feel so bad because just the storm nerd in me wants to talk to your dad and his wife, and just find out what it was like. I know. and But I also don't want to be inappropriate and have them talk about something that was traumatic. But, like, you're just, it, the curiosity yeah. is overwhelming. I was wondering, trying to figure out if you would get all geeked and want to. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But but then there's that personal, you well, know. Yeah, I'm not going to be a jerk about it. Like, listen, people who think tornadoes are cool do not root for them to tear through towns and kill people. Yeah. We just want to see them in the middle of nowhere, do their thing, and then Go disappear. Um, so, it absolutely sucks when this happens, but I'm like, I know somebody now who's had a property can't decimated wait. by a tornado. I, I have so many questions. Yeah, can't wait till we touch down. I haven't seen my dad in two years. Oh, dad, how you doing? How's life? And here, here comes my wife. So what was it like? Tell me about the worst day of your oh, life. I won't, I promise. Please. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.